Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to the Just Janice podcast. I am your host, Janice, and we know that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So in this joy-filled podcast, you're going to hear real-life stories from other believers. We're going to talk about the kingdom. We're going to magnify Jesus, and it's going to be awesome. So thanks for tuning in, and here we go. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Just Fitness. I'm super excited because today I have my good friend Chanda on with me, and I love when I'm able to have other believers on here just to talk about the goodness of God, to share their story, and just to encourage you guys. So welcome, Chanda. Hey! (laughs) Thanks so much for having me. Oh, thanks for agreeing to do the podcast, and it's going to be so good. So I met Chanda last October at our Stirred Up Women's Conference, and then we were super blessed to have her speak last week at one of our Stirred Up events that we did um, here in Michigan, and she shared her story and just has become an incredible friend and just so thankful that God put her in my life. So yay, I'm excited. So we're going to start off with just five fun facts about you so people can kind of get to know who you are. So I just wrote down five fun questions. So Chanda, what is your favorite song? Uh, That's tough. It's always changing. But um, right now, The Refiner is my favorite song. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that song. Um, She actually texted it to me yesterday. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm literally listening to that song right now. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love city worship. So go look it up if you've never heard it. And even if you have, go listen to it again, because it's such a good song. Okay. What is your favorite candy? Uh, Whatchamacallit. What is it? It's a whatchamacallit. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's a chocolate candy (laughs) bar. But that literally (laughs) is the name. It's called a whatchamacallit. (laughs) I've seen them in the stores, but I don't know if I've ever actually ate one now that I think about it. Hmm. I'm gonna have to remember that. Yeah, you're missing out. <laughs> I know. I feel like I am. I'm gonna have to go to the gas station when we hang up. <laughs> what is um a dream vacation? Your dream vacation? Um, my Hawaii. Hawaii has always been dream vacation. Just it's beautiful and I don't know. It's I want to go there. I want to go there too. I actually like posted something last year on Facebook kind of as a joke. I was like, does anyone know any missionaries to Hawaii? I would like to go for a missions trip. And then somebody actually private messaged me. They're like, if you're serious, I actually do have connections of some people who are missionaries there. And I was like, yes, send me Lord. I will go. Go. Yes. Yes. Make sure you send me that link too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what is something on your bucket list? Uh, well, it kind of goes with that dream vacation, too, but I always wanted to go to Jerusalem. Um, oh. And just be there, see the tomb. That's on my bucket list. That would be awesome. Awesome, awesome. And the last one, what is your favorite verse? Or do you have like a life verse or a theme verse for your life or anything like that? Um, I really like John 10, 10. And so the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they have it more abundantly. That is just 
<laughs> yes. He came and laid his life down for us to have life and have it abundantly. I love and that. that yeah. So good. So good. I love um Hosanna poetry. I don't know if you've ever heard of her, but she um is she preaches and she does a lot of spoken words and she has a has a book. I think it's a book. Um she's got a few books, but she one thing she preaches on is that verse and how Jesus came to give us an abundant life. And she says um that one of the synonyms for for abundance is super added. And so she kind of has like a spoken word about the super added life and the abundant life that he didn't just come to give us life, but abundant life. So I love that verse too. So good. So good. So what is your story? Like, so people can just know kind of who you are a little bit more. And like, that's one thing that I say at the beginning of my little podcast commercial is one of the things that I love to do is to have real life believers sharing their stories on my podcast. So like, what is your story? Um, well, now I am a mother of three and I have a wonderful husband. I was raised uh, Pentecostal, but then um, now I'm not denominational, but um, we were raised in a really Christian home, um, kind of moved and then, my parents had got a divorce when we were just young kids. And so kind of got out of that routine of always going to church and just having that provision. But we were raised, you know, that way. So, um, I just had a lot of hardships. Uh, kind of growing up, got into the wrong things. I moved out when I was uh, 17. And then um, I had a child when I was 20 and just found myself into a a really tough situation and got involved with a guy who was very abusive to me. And um, that is where I turned my life around and started to find Jesus again. And he, I was only allowed to go to like the Jehovah witness um, thing kingdom hall just because that was um he thought that that would discourage me is where his mom went and it wasn't my religion it wasn't what I believed and so I went there and he didn't plan on God meeting me there and he just transformed my life like the power of God like I I just met him in that desperate they they say that the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and he definitely was close to me within those times. And I just found that new, found love for God. And just, I couldn't put my Bible down. I was just reading and he just came in and he wrecked my world. And I couldn't imagine living life any other way. I love that. And I love that idea too, that it's like, there's nowhere in this entire world that is off limits to God. It's not like he only visits the Baptist church. His spirit only shows up at a Pentecostal church. He's willing to go anywhere and everywhere to like, I was thinking about this scripture that talks about like, where can I hide from you? If I make my bed in the depths of the sea, you're there. If I climb the highest mountain, you're there. Like there is nowhere that God will not go to meet you right where you're at. And so I love that. He has a plan and a purpose for your life. And it doesn't matter where Satan tries to hide you. <laughs> he can't. Mm-hmm. He can't hide you from the Creator. That's so good. 
That's so good. I remember when um, I first really surrendered my life to the Lord, and we're going to talk a little bit about surrender. Um, I was 16, and I'd kind of grown up in and out of church, like going to vacation Bible school. I'd walk down to like the local church um, in town or whatever, but I remember it being like two o'clock in the morning, and I'd just gone through like a really bad heartbreak um, breakup, one of my first real boyfriends. I wouldn't even call it real now, but at that point it was very real to me. And I remember just like laying outside at two o'clock in the morning and just crying out to the Lord. And he met me right there on my little swing in the front yard that I was laying on. And, um, yeah. And just as in that moment of just surrendering my entire life and being like, God, I don't want to do it by myself anymore. He then just very quickly put me in a church that was helped me get really rooted and grounded in the word and just learn what it means to be a follower of Christ. So, yeah, I identified a lot with that. But I mean, I wasn't even I wasn't in any church where God met me. So, um, yeah, it's kind of always been my heartbeat, too, is like God isn't confined to the four walls of whatever denomination you think is his favorite because <laughs> he doesn't have a favorite. No. <laughs> if you're seeking God and the one true God, he is going, he is coming. <laughs> yes. He knows our hearts. Yeah. So good. So good. There's a scripture too that says, draw near to him and he'll draw near to you. And I found that to be true over and over and over again in my own life. So, so good. Oh, your story is so encouraging and I love it. And I, I'm really believing this is totally like not even anything I plan to talk about. I'm really believing though that God's going to continue to give you more platforms to, to share your story. Cause you have such an incredible story. And I know that was kind of like the quick, the quick version of it, but you have such a, an incredible story that I know is going to minister to a lot of people. So I'm excited for that to watch all of that unfold in your life. So, so good. So what has God been teaching you during this season, like of 2020? Oh, 2020 has actually, I know, I don't want to be (laughs) discouraging to anyone who is upset, but God has just like, he was like, be still and know that I am God. And um, it is just, you know, like he is speaking, he is moving. He just, he cleared out my platform and he said, you know what, I need you to be still here. (laughs) and and find me to seek me and it has just been such a a blessing just with um you know moving in the prophetic and just seeing things unfold and his promises beginning to come true it's just it's amazing you know when you just totally surrender and lay down and say okay god i'm gonna do it your way there's nothing in my way. You, you said, okay, you're going to stay home for these <laughs> next couple of months. And here's your opportunity to dig in. Don't waste it. And so it is definitely just has grown me, grown me closer to the Lord and just seeing him in the father way, like come sit on my lap for a minute. I need to minister to your heart. <laughs> and so that's what he has been showing me through 2020. It's just amazing. That's so good. And I love how you said that at the beginning, even like definitely we're not insensitive to the hurts and the brokenness and everything that's going on in the world. But for some of us that have been less impacted by what's going on, I mean, we've been sheltered in our house. So we had, we had a choice during that time, what we were going to do with our time. And so I love that you took that time to just be, intimate and to have that secret place with him during, during, um, quarantine and all that. So 
it's exciting. I love it. And I know I've heard from a lot of people kind of that same thing that um, obviously we're in prayer for, for everything that's going on in the world. But at the same time, we're taking advantage of, of this time God's given us as the world's came to kind of a screeching halt <laughs> and our lives have came to a screeching halt. It's like, okay, now what are we going to do with it? So I love that. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Our church actually had sat back and they did like an hour of prayer every day so that we were on quarantine. So it was great. Like it made you sit down, you know, and pray and just pray about the things that were going on. And, you know, prayer is our greatest weapon for anything. So. So good. And um, for anyone who is in the Southwest Michigan area, Chanda goes to Firm Foundations in Centerville. And it's a great church I would recommend to anybody that's looking for a local body. So um, they do ministry nights once in a while, too, which I love going to. You actually just sent me the link earlier today for the one coming up in August. So I'm excited about that. But you're you're definitely under really good leadership and um, just a solid, solid um, church. So I love it. Yes. So do you have any advice for people who maybe feel like they've never experienced God personally. Maybe they've gone to church every week or seen God at work in other people's lives, but never really experienced intimacy with God for themselves or had that relationship for themselves, like someone that's interested in that, like where, where they could start or, or whatever. How did you get to that place of, of really just intimacy with God? Um, your Bible. Your Bible is your closest thing to get intimate with the Lord. And if you have never read your Bible, you know, I suggest that you would start in John and just read that and get to know about the love of Jesus and everything that he's done for us. And um, the more you read, the more things change, the more you see things clearly. And um, just set aside that time. To, to talk to God, you know, you, you don't have to make this big, long, you know, prayer, just talk to him like he's your friend and um, grow a relationship. And soon you'll start hearing his voice speaking back and um, just ministering to you and you see those changes. Um, but yes, just being in your word is the greatest thing for me. That's what started to transform my life. And I got to where I couldn't, I didn't want to put my Bible down. Um, just because it brought me so much closer to him. I got to know who he is and what type of God, how loving, how much love that he had for us. And so I encourage you to start there. Yes, I agree with that. That's really good, solid advice. And that's something I think about a lot too, is trying to remind myself of what a privilege it is to even be able to have access in the word because there are so many brothers and sisters in Christ across the world who it's illegal for them to own a Bible. A story, maybe from a missionary, I can't remember, of some Chinese people who would smuggle just, they would hide it, they would memorize the entire page, and then they would swap them out. And I just thought, man, I want to have that kind of love and passion for the word because I have access to it. I could be in it all day long. So yeah, the word is so good. And there's a scripture, I can't remember where it's at, it's in the New Testament, but it says, um, you might know, where it says to be transformed by the renewing of your mind, and we renew our minds with the word, so that's so good. I love it. Yes. The word is so important. 
So do you have any testimonies um, from your own life, either testimonies of healing or testimonies of just encountering God in a unique way or, or financial provision he's given your family or anything like that, miracles, anything, or even things that you've seen and prayers answered in your own life or people you've prayed for or anything like that that comes to mind that you want to share? Um, gosh, there's been uh, just so many miracles. Um I can tell you how God had, you know, just had transformed me the one time um, I had just been praying and reading and just seeking God. And I was just full of depression and hurt. And, you know, finally, I was just laid there and I was like, Lord, I I don't want to be this way. I don't want to be depressed. I want to be a good mom. I want to be, you know, I want to be all that I can be. (laughs) And God just met me right there and filled me with his Holy Spirit. And I mean, it broke within an instant. The, his power is (laughs) so strong and so amazing. And I had never been depressed in that way ever again. And I mean, that's just one of the stories. (laughs) I mean, there has been people in our church that um, we just prayed for and where cancer has tried to come in and settle and they're like, Hey, we're cancer free or it's not as bad. It's staying where it is. You know, he has the power to move things and, and stop. And it's just amazing. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I've been thinking a lot. Um, one thing God's been showing me like d- during this season of my life in general is just that, his methods and even like specifically for healing that they're not cookie cutter. So stop like trying to figure God out in a formula. (laughs) And I even think about healing. Sometimes Jesus laid hands on people. Sometimes he just sent a word. And then there's times he spit in the mud and rubbed it in someone's eye and said, Hey, go wash your eyes out and you'll be healed of your blindness or whatever. So I love that. I love that. And I love that you're someone who's very passionate about prayer and just a faith filled woman who, just believes God. Yes. <laughs> you believe what he says. And I was reading something the other day about, I don't can't remember it. It might've been a video I watched or something. I don't know. I'm always watching different videos and reading books and stuff, but it was talking about like one of the biggest tragedies of the church is that we have a lot of unbelieving believers. And I was like, Ooh, that's mm. good. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of unbelieving believers. We don't, really believe what the word of God says and we don't we don't stand on it or claim it and speak it so I don't know yeah that's our yeah. armor <laughs> yeah yeah that's so good so do you have anything else on on your heart or anything that you want to share that you feel like God's putting on your heart to share with people um I had just read this verse the, the other day and I just um I would like to share that it was second current. Yeah. Second Corinthians one, 20 through 22. And it was whatever God has promised, get stamped with the yes of Jesus in him. This is what we preach and pray the great. Amen. God's yes is our yes together. Glorious evident. God affirms us, making us, making us a sure thing in Christ, putting his yes within us by his spirit. He has stamped us with the eternal pledge, a sure beginning of what he has destined to complete. And that's the message Bible. And I just, Mm. 
<laughs> I don't know. Oh, that, that verse just, it just stuck with me when I read it the other day. And I mean, we've read it before, but it's just like, he's destined to complete whatever he says. And I just want to encourage someone with that today. Yeah, that's so good. If God's given you a promise just to stand on it and believe it and pray it through. Um, I, I think about that so many instances in my life where I felt like I had a word from the Lord or a promise in scripture or whatever, and just standing on it and believing for it and praying for it and knowing that God is not a man that he should lie. Like it's literally incapable for God to speak something and not follow through with it because he's, he's a God of his word. So that's so good. If you're listening and you're believing for something or breakthrough in a certain area or healing or something that God has given you a promise for, we're just coming into agreement right now with you that it is going to come to pass and that you find your yes and amen in him. So I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I love, I love that scripture. Yeah. Mom, my friend Anna used to have this little plaque on her desk at work that said like all of his promises are yes and amen. And I'm like, yes, I mm-hmm. love that verse. I do too. Yeah. <laughs> Another good song too. <laughs> yes. 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 Oh, so good. Well, thank you so much for just being willing to come on here and chat and talk about the goodness of God and share your story. And so good. Oh, thank you so much for me. Yes. Yes. Um, Would you you be up for closing out the podcast in prayer? Oh, absolutely. Oh, Father God, we just thank you for um, Janice and our time together. We thank you for every listener, Father God, that's out there listening. We ask that you would just touch their lives, Father, that you would bless them and um just whatever area that they're reaching out, Father God, you know their hearts. Um, I thank you so much that all your promises are yes and amen. And that when we look to you and we give our life to you, Father God, and we surrender, that there is nothing better than um, to live in the fullness of you. Um, we just thank you so much. We love you and we honor you for all that you do in Jesus' precious and holy name. Amen.